Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports on a gorgeous day here in Gainesville. Uh, a lot to talk about today, uh, but I'm going to start off uh, by talking to someone I've known for a long time, known as Dad for a long time. Vernell Brown now joins us, former Gator player. And uh, I wanted to have, first of all, Vernell, thanks for taking the time, man. Thanks for doing this. No problem, man. Appreciate you guys having me. Um, obviously, uh, you're, you're with your dad, you're, all the uh, history you have with the Gator program uh, you were coaching and uh, and helping out, and then decided you wanted to uh, stick with Anthony Richardson and help him along his path. What led you to make that decision? Um, so you know, obviously my role at the University of Florida, my support role, you know, as a senior director of player development, man, just always took pride in connecting uh, with guys and meeting them where they are, and, and not just Anthony. I mean, we're talking about Anthony, but really, um, you know. A, a, a large majority of the guys on the roster, um, you know, have, have I've done this with. Um, and, you know, Anthony, the thing that made him unique is, you know, because of his situation, he kind of clung to it um, and asked me some time ago when he got ready to transition to the professional level, would I, would I accompany him? Um, and ultimately, once he made that decision, um, I decided to do so, and, and here we are now. Uh, <clears throat> when you – I mean, you deal with AR all the time, uh, and – you know, you see what he does off the field. You see what kind of a young man he is. Do you think he's misunderstood at all by fans or media? Do you think that's 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 in the cards at all, Vernell? Well, I, I mean, I think if you look at Anthony's upbringing, you look at his track record, I, I don't understand how anyone can misunderstand him. Exactly. He's a great human being. He's a great person. Um, you know, the people that doesn't understand Anthony, you know, in my opinion, it's kind of strictly football related. And there's a lot of variables that go into that. And to be quite frankly, which I all of Mark Anthony's fault. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you, when you, when you put it all together, you know, people say, how could a kid that, you know, certain fans feel a certain way about be the number, number four pick in the draft. I think, you know, that in itself kind of says a lot as it pertains to Anthony. And once again, there's nothing you can find, really negative about Anthony because he's a great person, great person, uh, great person, great individual, and comes from a great family. So um, definitely, I mean, I, I don't understand how you could feel a, uh, have anything negative from a, the person he is standpoint. How was it? Uh, you know, I, I know said was able to go with you all, among others. How was it going to the draft? How was it being there with Anthony? What was that whole uh, situation and scene like for you? Um, busy week. Um, however, you know, it was part of the plan that we, we laid out back in January, uh, of really late December when he declared, um, and you know, all a part of it. And obviously a great feeling to hear his name called and see the whole plan, um, you know, from January to April executed flawlessly and to get his name called and his childhood dream come true. So, uh, hell of an experience. You know, you mentioned Vernell about the plan and I, and I don't think the average fan understands that. Because there is a, I don't care who it is, 
you know, somebody declares and you, know, you think you're going to be a top pick, well, it's it's combine, it's you know, pro days, it's meeting with uh, with individual teams and all that. There's a lot of work involved between that time and the NFL draft itself, right? Absolutely. I mean, you got to you got to get the the, the pre combine and pro day training squared away. Um, you know, you have a lot of marketing coming in, so you got to kind of help navigate that stuff and figure out what fits uh, Anthony and, and, you know, what will paint him in a good light um, amongst just, you know, team interviews, visits, um, all of that good stuff. And then, you know, obviously you're going to have some family that come out to the draft along with friends and coaches and, you know, kind of coordinating all that stuff. So it is definitely a, a full-fledged operation from January to, to April. Rodell Brown, our guest here on Sports Scene, uh, as he's helping Anthony Richardson along his path, which is now clear. He's with the Indianapolis Colts. What's next now in the plan for now? He's drafted. You know, he's met with the Colts, the media. What's next now? Uh, Ricky Minicamp. Uh, he'll report for Ricky Minicamp on leave on Thursday and yeah, camp Friday to Sunday. Um, and then, you know, he'll come back for a couple of days and then he'll go back and be a full time for the offseason program. Um, so, you know, obviously maximizing football is first and foremost. We always, one of our fans is just keep the main thing the main thing. So that'll be his primary focus. Uh, meanwhile, myself and the rest of the team will start navigating the relocation process, all of that stuff, because we really want to get him to Indianapolis as soon as possible because obviously uh, big shoes to fill, um, a lot to learn as far as the playbook, his teammates, the organization, and, and, and the area um, before training camp kicks off. You know, you have no control where you get drafted, obviously, but um, you've got a coach there that worked with Jalen Hurts. Uh, do you think this is a good fit? I think this is a great fit for Anthony. You know, when he went on his top 30 visit, you know, one of the questions I asked him from, is from the standpoint of a vibe, um, who did you get the best vibe from? And surprisingly, Indianapolis was number one. Really? Um, you know, there were a couple of teams that was near, but, Surprisingly, Indianapolis was number one, and, and you know I think it's a great fit for Jalen. Uh, we we are excited about the opportunity to be a coach and, and just you know join the organization and um, watch Anthony flourish and, and make the organization and the team better. For now, I got two last questions for you, and again I, I thank you for doing this, and I know you know wanting to let fans know about what AR's plans are and all of that. Um, it's always fascinated me that you know in December or even January now, you can be a college player, and just like that, you blink, and all of a sudden you have to get ready for a draft, and you're ready to become a pro. I get the sense AR's handled all that really well, has he? Absolutely. I mean, he, he's handled the whole, the whole you know, decision-making process, you know, like a pro, and then everything that we've asked him to do and everything we wanted to accomplish throughout the pre-draft process, man, executed flawlessly. Um, kudos to him, man, and, and obviously our team had a lot to do with that, but, I mean, at the end of the day, regardless of how much we've done, it was on him to go execute it, um, and he did that. Uh, you're kind of new at this. You enjoying your, your new role now? You're kind of, you know, getting accustomed to what you're, how you're doing it in that new role. You enjoying this? You know, it, it, yeah, that's, it's funny you ask that, Steve, because, you know, the, the difference between the role that I've had for five years and this role is now, I kind of get to focus on one person in his family for a little bit. So it's a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> um, not that my yeah. job was extremely hard at Florida because it's what I'm passionate about and what I enjoy doing. Um, however, you know, it, it's definitely a different a different world, but um, enjoying every moment of it and looking forward to 
continuing to enjoy it as Anthony moves forward and, and becomes a successful NFL quarterback in his quest to become a legend. Yeah. Yep. Going to be fun to see that take place. Ronald, I appreciate you, man. I know how busy you guys have been. Thank you. Let's stay in touch. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens where they are from here. But rookie camp is up next, so we'll get that out of the way. Thanks, man. Thanks for doing it. All right. All right, man. Thank you. You got it, Vernell. Vernell Brown. Um, and you hear the role he has uh, with Anthony Richardson. And, again, I don't know why anybody would wish him ill will or bad luck or whatever. Uh, and we hope, uh, I hope, his journey is going to be <clears throat> a successful one. All right, today, a uh, couple of things I want to bring up. Number one, my Rangers lost last night, so they're done. Um, not happy about that, but again, that's kind of how it goes. Happens that way. Yesterday, I mentioned and we had a good conversation yesterday about a couple of topics. And I want to bring up a couple of more today. I talked about failure and, and what a season is, according to some fans, whether it's a failure or not. Well, let me ask this. I got a guy sitting across from me today, Sean, who's about to embark on his journey as he graduates and hopefully gets into this crazy, crazy business. Um, pull that microphone up, Sean. Because I can tell you this, even though it's harder and harder to remember back when I was in college here, it went by quickly. And I would imagine for Sean it has too. But one of my, one of my premises, Sean, and I want to get <clears throat> call a reaction and email reaction today with this, is that... I don't know that fans enjoy the journey anymore. It's, we got to get to the end product. And the sport that I think that is the most apparent in is basketball. You're six or seven games into the season. Are we going to make the NCAA tournament? What? There's like 20 games left before the NCAA tournament. You got to enjoy the journey. So you, as a college student, covering events, going to the events, did you enjoy the journey? Absolutely, especially with basketball throughout the season, uh, throughout these last few years. You, you, When the team's not going to go far in the tournament and you've got guys uh, like Keontae Johnson on the team over these last few years, when you get a team like Auburn or Baylor or a team we're not supposed to beat, that comes into town, or I remember freshman year, Georgia came with Anthony Edwards, and he had about 40 points, but um, the Gators still won. Just finding ways to win those games you're not supposed to win. Like every single, uh, every single night, there can be something different that you take with you, especially when this team is not making Sweet 16 appearances or Elite 8 appearances and barely making round of 32 appearances. Those are the games that you're going to remember throughout the rest of your life. Okay. And the other thing I want to bring up, <clears throat> the other day I just brought up in passing um, what Deion Sanders has done and the fact that when he got to campus and he met with the team he inherited, he basically said, get out, get out. And for those that don't get out, I'm going to try and chase you out. And we've now seen what the transfer portal <clears throat> has done. My question to you, 
Does that bother anybody as a fan? Because if it does, I think there's something wrong. And I'll tell you why. 1214, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Looking for some summer fun? Then check out Polaris of Gainesville, your number one boat and power sports dealership in North Central Florida. We have all the brands that'll get you outdoors for fun in the sun this season. Family, fishing, and fun begins with Carolina Skiff, home of the number one selling fiberglass boat. Taking the family out to the best fishing spots or offshore adventure, Carolina Skiff offers the best made-in-the-USA fishing and cruising boats at an unbeatable price. If bass fishing is more your thing, check out our Ranger boats and save up to $5,000 on select models during the inflation buster sale for lovers of comfort polaris of gainesville we have a huge selection of key west boats which offer comfort style and everything needed for a family day on the water or fishing at your favorite spots looking to hit the trails we have a huge selection of polaris off-road machines including the hard-working ranger trail ready razors and the legendary sportsman atv stop into polaris of gainesville on highway 441 between gainesville and alachua online at polarisofgainesville.com what is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. You might think all a solid foundation can do is hold up walls and a roof, but it can do so much more. It can build friendships, launch businesses, create memories, and okay, yeah, hold up walls too. At Radiant Credit Union, we're about strengthening all the foundations in your life, starting with your home mortgage. Our home loan experts are ready to help you every step of the way, ensuring your financial foundation stays solid. Visit radiantcu.org foundation to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. From scenic lakes and rivers to picturesque bays, Florida has many beautiful waterways that are perfect for exploring by canoe. But even when paddling on calm water, it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Be sure you're physically ready for the effort and always wear your life jacket. Before you go, know your limits. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. Call us up, 392-8255. Email srussell at WRUF.com. Stephen wants to know, can you decipher what's happening with the state of Ohio and Alabama baseball uh, in the betting issue? I have, if, if... if you're asking me what I probably have the least knowledge about in sports, it's that, the betting aspect of it. But apparently, 
the state of Ohio told its legal sports books to stop accepting bets on Alabama baseball, saying, ESPN is reporting, that independent integrity monitors <clears throat> alerted sports books to suspicious activity following Friday's game against LSU. Alabama lost 8-6. to six. The Tigers were up 7. Alabama got 5 in the final two innings, but they lost. And they also lost the other two games of the series. So I have no idea what that is about, Stephen. I wish I did, uh, but that's all I can tell you. Um, Richard says, Vernell and AR need to be in the Indy 500 pace car. Yeah, maybe. Wouldn't hurt, certainly from a PR standpoint. And you know what? If he does well there, probably will be. Um, Let's get to uh, Stewart. He's an avid hockey fan, disappointed in the teams he roots for. Hawks were out when they dropped the puck in the opener. Lightning were up and down all year. Lost three of their playoff games in overtime. The Bruins losing about the same way as the Bolts. And your foresight was dead on. A lot to lose, and they played opposite of the regular season, under pressure to win. I'm sorry for rooting for your Rangers last night. Watched a lot of their games this year. They just look kind of lost next year. Yep. Next year is right. Uh, by the way, in baseball today, you'll hear Florida, Florida State right here at 555. Elsewhere, <clears throat> it's not a great uh, midweek. Little Rock is at Ole Miss. Kennesaw State is at Georgia. Wofford is at suddenly hot Tennessee. Arkansas takes on Lipscomb. Kansas is at Missouri. Tarleton is at Texas A&M. Of course, A&M, Florida's next opponent. Georgia State is at Vanderbilt. And LSU is at southeastern Louisiana. South Carolina plays Winthrop tomorrow. The two Thursday series this week, Ole Miss at Missouri and Vanderbilt at Alabama. And, of course, after that, Vanderbilt comes here. Williams says, I don't have an issue with what Dion's doing in terms of turning over the roster. I have an issue with how he's doing it. That video he posted for all to see on him telling the players to get out was unnecessary. Dion did it because he's a me guy. There's no reason that same task couldn't have been accomplished behind closed doors. Keep all that in-house. Give the kids leaving their film. Period. Yeah. I think you're going to see now, maybe not the way he did it, but I think you're going to see more coaches do that. And you know what people don't realize? You know who did that first? Lincoln Riley. Look at what Lincoln Riley did when he went to USC. He totally overhauled that roster. He just didn't do it as publicly as Dion did. James, hello. Hey, Steve. Yeah, I wanted to get your uh, take on the Rangers. Um, I, I really thought that they would advance the first round uh, do you think uh, think they're wasting the career of a good goalie in there? Oh, I don't know. You know, some, once again, we, we talked about this yesterday, and I think it's a really relevant point, right? You have a good regular season, and that's great. But if you don't do well in the playoffs, somehow it's a failure or it's a disappointment. To me, this is, the Rangers season is not a failure, but it is a disappointment especially when you lose to your rival 
like that. And I don't think they played their best hockey, but that had a lot to do with what New Jersey did. So, you know, I mean, we'll see what they do. I think the Rangers, you know, three or four years ago weren't very good. So they've gotten better in a pretty quick period of time. I think the future's good for them. We'll see what they tweak and do. What do you think the situation was with, with Kane? Does he stick around? Is he... I think so. I think so. Okay. But, I mean, I, I don't did have any you, knowledge did... of that. I just, that's my gut feeling. I wanted to get your take on this. Did you, did you see that the Florida Panthers are restricting ticket sales to, to only Canadians? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm not a big fan of that. Because well, it's only via the Ticketmaster, so you, I guess you have to have a credit card that bills billing addresses in the United States. So obviously, you know, the, through the resale markets, Canadians can still get in. Yeah, yes, but why? Again, you're doing something different for the postseason that you didn't do in the regular season. I understand why. Um, you know, from their perspective, I certainly understand why. I'm just not a big fan of that. And then last question, what do you think uh, chances are of an all-Canadian final? Uh, I like Toronto a lot, and I have for a long time. Um, I thought Toronto would win the series against the Lightning, for example, and I was not, I and I was not uh, in, the, in the majority of that. Um, I don't know. I don't know a lot of the other teams, frankly, you know, as well as I know the Rangers or even the Lightning. Um, but I, I, I like what Toronto did. Um, and I guess if you're talking about Edmonton, the other one. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know. They, they play Vegas. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. And again, I know nothing about Vegas. So is it possible? Yes. But I'm not saying that. I know much more about Toronto than I do about Edmonton. Yeah, well, with with the Avalanche out of the way on the West, there uh, Edmonton's probably uh, you know got a got a shot to go through there. So. Oh, they got a shot, Anyways. but look at the way it's gone, yeah. right? I mean, it, yeah. a lot of the favorites have not won. So, and you know, do you count Florida out? I mean, did, did, part of me says okay, they had their one upset, they beat the Bruins. Now maybe they come back to to earth a little bit, but sometimes you get on a roll and you know you keep going. Yeah, and for the Tampa fans out there like myself, there's there's some few uh, some former um, uh, Lightning players that are doing pretty good. You got uh, Yanni Gord out in uh, Seattle and uh, Palat with uh, with the Devils. So um, kind of interesting to see those players that they kind of lost over the last couple of years still still playing in the postseason. All right, I appreciate your call, James. Right, Thank you. you a lot. Yes, sir. Good to talk some hockey. Three and how about Seattle? How about them? Right. Who, who would have thought you can get, you know, expansion teams are not the traditional, you know, like when the Mets came in the league, they lost 120 games. When the Colt 45s came in, they lost. No, you can get well in a hurry because, you know, when the Mets got formed, they just had players from the, that were cast-offs, you know, from everybody else. They didn't really have very many good players. That's changed now. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Um, let's get to a uh, couple of more emails here. Um, Nick says, uh, 
I don't enjoy the experience as much as I used to, uh, and maybe it's because I'm getting old. I like to go to the games, but not as much as I used to. I guess I'm more comfortable now sitting in front of a television. Does winning or losing have something to do with it? It probably does. I'd probably go to more games if the team won more games. Well, I wonder if anybody else has that same feeling. Because, again, in talking, I, Patrick sent me something, um, and I did not realize they had done this. Cleveland Indians. Now, there's a franchise that has, I don't believe has won a World Series. I'm probably going to be wrong on this. But I want to say since 1948. They've been in the World Series, but haven't won one. And uh, they uh, had a parade in 1995. And guess who beat them that year? Your Atlanta Braves. Um, but they had a parade in downtown Cleveland for a team that didn't win. Didn't win. Why is that? Well, because the Indians, or the Guardians now, but the Indians then, um, well, they hadn't been very good. So they were rewarded for, you know, having a really nice year that happened to fall a little bit short. But we probably won't see that anymore. Uh, can you imagine, well, let, let, let me just think. If, um, oh, let me think here. In hockey, if Toronto gets to a final and loses, they're going to have a parade for that team? No. You just don't do that anymore. 1228 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today and learn more with Mary on Demand. Take the self-guided education series at your own pace. You'll decide what you'd like to learn and when. Visit mary.famu.edu to learn more. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. Mary, educate, learn, talk. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right Have you noticed that most ice creams now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days Look for Bluebell Ice Cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A sunny, warm, and breezy day is ahead as temperatures are expected to climb into the low 80s. We'll see mostly sunny skies, so it will look fairly similar to what we had yesterday. We'll also have the winds left over from yesterday. Winds at times could be upwards of 30 to 35 miles per hour. We can even see gusts closer to 40 miles per hour especially later this afternoon through the early evening. From the Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. It's tough to watch, but we've watched it before. Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith. If I'm Will Levis, I gotta say to my agent, what the hell? Didn't we get any intel? Was there any chance that I was gonna be taken in the first round? What happened? Did we get played? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You know, I'd love being here, but today, today, right now, there's another place I'd love to be at. Greensboro, Georgia. Why? The Southern Company Peach Bowl Challenge, having its 16th annual charity golf tournament. Nine teams, a share of a $300,000 charity purse. But it's some of the pairings of the teams that are interesting. Team one, Kirby Smart and Steve Spurrier. How about that? And then uh, Shane Beamer is also in this. Mike Norvell from Florida State is also in this. Former Gator Shan Gailey is teamed with Pat Narduzzi from Pitt. 
Rick Neuheisel is in it with Dino Babers of Syracuse. Eli Drinkwitz of Missouri is in it. Also, how about this team? Team 9, Urban Meyer and Dan Mullen. Yeah, they're teaming together. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, that's why I'd like to be there today, uh, just to be able to watch that take place. Go to the phones. D, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. Good, good, good. Let me uh, hit a couple of your topics right quick. Sure. Uh, the the um, looking forward into the Dion. Uh, it's funny you bring this up, topic up, Steve, because uh, I don't know if you heard Draymond Green yesterday. Um, he, he basically, oh, after they won the series, he said, you know, why are we all looking, why do we always have to look so far ahead, you know, why can't we just enjoy the moment? And I, I agree with him, man. Uh, he's like, he's like, we're going to enjoy this journey, you know, every step of the way. And, uh, you know, I, I totally agree, Steve, because I, especially in the NFL, man, I remember last year when the Bills beat uh, the Rams on that opening Thursday night game. Everyone, is this the team to beat in the AFC? Is it, uh, are, the, are the Bills the prohibitive favor to, to go? It's like, it's 15, 16 more weeks to go and the playoffs. You never know what could happen, man. It could be injuries, you know, poor play. Uh, anything could happen, man. So I, I agree with you, man. But you, you have so many analysts on TV that just they put out these predictions, man, and they, and they want to be right, and they want to be right like today. But like you said, man, it's enjoying the journey. is uh, it, it, That's long gone now. It is. And you know what's hard, I think, to your point, for teams like Golden State because they've won so much and give them all the credit in the world for accomplishing that. But it's like, okay, well, you're just going to blink your eyes and win again. <laughs> well, it's not that easy. And those players feel that too. I mean, they know that if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, you get knocked out. You know, they know if you're a team that's expected to do well and to get knocked out, what's going to come at them. But it is hard. To enjoy the journey and I think the only time you can really enjoy the journey is a when it's finished for that year and B you look back at your career and you say wow you know we really did some things here but it's hard to do it in the moment there's a lot of pressure for sure uh on Dion Steve uh you know I I listened to a couple Colorado podcasts uh last week and they said the whole spring game thing was kind of planned where you know, all all those portal kids transferring was, I think they said they met with Dion, and part of the plan was to, you know, get them on TV, show what they can do, and then, uh, you know, to transfer out. So uh, I think the thing is, Dion knows, Steve, you know, the honeymoon is going to be over quick if he doesn't win. I mean, he, you can talk, you can, you can mm-hmm. dance, you can have all the great sayings you want, but at the end of the day, his job is to win, and he knows – uh, if he doesn't win, he is going to be replaced. So he's got to – I mean, they won one game last year. So, to me, everyone is expendable on that roster. So, uh, I, like I said, I think Dion knows he's got to hit the ground running because, you know, uh, college football coaches, they're here today, going tomorrow. The only thing I would qu- – I, I don't disagree at all with what you said. I think it was just the way that he did it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Look, I I mentioned this earlier. If you go back and look at USC and what he did there, he overturned that roster big time too. But he didn't go on social media and say, hey, you walk in here, you better, I want you out. 
You know, he didn't do it that way. It's just Dion's way of, as you say, of being Dion. But in this world we live in today, where players can come and go, and I think they should be able to go, well, then a coach can say, you know what? I think it's better if you go. That's I think this yep. is what this is coming to. Yep, two-way street, Steve. <laughs> yep, you got it. Be good, man. Yes, sir, D. Thank you. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve, thanks for taking my call. Always enjoy D calls. I missed some of it, so I, I hope I don't go over the same thing. But, Steve, can I ask you a real quick question? You were talking about it. A, a city, so I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to ask you this question. You probably know it. Trivia. What professional football team has never hosted or won the Super Bowl? Uh, there's several. There's more I than think one. I said one. I heard it was one. No, Cleveland. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cleveland, you I think. It. You got it. You're the man. That was the one I heard. Yes, yeah, there's, I mean, there's other. I think the reason why Cleveland gets brought up is because they've been in the league a long oh, time. Right. I mean, they, before the merger in 1970, they had won championships, but mm-hmm. not since the Super Bowl era. Um, but there's other teams that came in the league later that have not been in the Super Bowl, too. Right. You, I, I knew I wasn't going to get you, Steve. And, Steve, uh, real quick on the Dion thing, I think you and uh, D covered it. But what I would like to say, Steve, but this is nothing new. And if I'm wrong, do guys remember when Coach Spurrier went to South Carolina and a few of the players wasn't adequate? That's the way we look at it. And I want to remind your caller, Steve, you can tell me if I'm wrong. It's no such thing as a four-year scholarship. You guys are in la-la land. You get a scholarship for three or four months if you perform and don't get in trouble. Remember when Cam Newton and them got in trouble? Well, what? why did he stay here? Because your scholarship is canceled, just like the basketball player that went to Kansas State, I hate to say. And last, Steve, on my NBA, Steve, I'm not bragging. I have never seen scoring like this. People who used to call up and say they can't shoot, this guy, Yelkovich, that plays with Denver, can't miss. Steve, I, I called you and said Phoenix was going to win because Kevin Durant and, and, and Paul and those guys, I, I, I stand corrected. I didn't know what Denver was made of. And, and last, my Boston Celtics. I don't know if Harden can keep that up, Steve. The magnificent game, man. I'm going to hang up on that, Steve. Go Gators. Okay. Byron, thank you. Um, I got to tell you, James Harden, to me, is one of the most enigmatic players in the league. I mean, he's got that patented step back, you know, when he shoots that three. Um, and he just, what do you have, 44, 45, whatever he had last night? Um, and he certainly is capable of that, okay? And it's funny, if you watch the video last night, um, he was late in the game going up against one Al Horford. Um, and that was on his 44th and 45th points of the night with that step-back jumper. Because, you know, Embiid wasn't <clears throat> a factor. And give Philly credit. Give Harden credit. I don't know if that's something he can do uh, with, with consistency if, if Embiid still stays sidelined. But give him credit last night. He took 30 shots, and I believe was 7 of 15 or something like that from the field. Um, so 
give him credit for that. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Let's, uh, Andrew says, says, how come you say the only constant is change? And then you say I have to get used to Portal and NIL, but Deion Sanders can't kick people off the team. I didn't say that. It was the way he did it. Seems like he's playing by the rules. He is. Players can transfer, so why can't coaches have the same rights? Yes. But I think what happens is there's a way to do it. You know, if, if, if I've got, if Sean's one of my students, which he was, okay, if he didn't write something properly or if he didn't, you know, I could go up to him and say, Sean, you suck. Well, what, this is trash, right? As opposed to, hey, Sean, let's go over this. And there's a whole, it's, it's style. It's how you do it, right? I mean, Dion is who he is. Give him credit for who he is. And, you know, he's smart. He went to a program that's been terrible over the years. They won one game. If he wins five games, he could run for mayor there in Boulder. But I just, I just didn't like the way he went about doing what he did. Adrian says he doesn't have a problem with what Dion's done. Be careful what you wish for. College athletes wanted the ability to make money. They got it with the NIL. College athletes wanted the ability to come up and go as they please, like a head coach. They got it. Transfer portal. Life lesson learned to these young adults. No such thing as a free lunch. There will always be consequences in life. Some expected, some unexpected. Um, and then uh, BB says some really cool pairings in the golf tournament. Uh, good interview with Vernell Brown. I'm familiar with professional tennis players that can afford having an extensive support staff. And the interview got me wondering, how common do you think a support team like Anthony has put together is in the NFL, NBA, and MLB? I don't know that it's common. I don't know a percentage. You don't hear about it very much. I'll say that. But I'm sure there are, I mean, there's agents. We all know that. And the question becomes, you know, if Agent X is uh, representing me, you know, how much of that team is representing me? He says, in the light of the NFL recently suspending players for gambling, do you think in retrospect the lifetime ban of Pete Rose was a bit excessive? If you had the power, would you put Pete Rose and the old God in the Hall of Fame? This comes up every once in a while. Personally, unless he bet against his own team, which he did, or try to shave points, which I understand he didn't, I'd put him in. Well, he did bet against his own team. 12.45, but I'll answer that when we get back. 12.45, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. of journalism and communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, when you go out and buy a vehicle, it's a big deal, a lot of money. You want to buy something you like that's reliable, and you're going to like driving. Well, that's one of the reasons why I went to Southeast Car Agency, and I have for years. Now, I understand they don't have new vehicles but they've specialized in their 40-plus years of being in business with providing you the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. Their selection is really, really good. 
and that's part of the success. They understand people have different tastes. They want different makes and models, sizes, whatever. Well, take a look. Go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue or go online, secars.com, and you will see the variety of these vehicles and the quality of these vehicles as well. If you go see them in person, you can test drive them and check them all out. When you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good folks at Southeast Car Agency. QC Kinetics provided amazing pain relief for a former professional baseball player, and you have access to the same life-changing treatments as retired Braves pitcher Jose Alvarez. I put a lot of stress and strain and work on my right arm, but my right elbow took most of the damage with three surgeries. Arthritis developed, and the pain was unbearable. It wasn't just pain when I was trying to play sports. It was any time I was moving the right elbow. It was pretty excruciating at times. That's when Jose discovered QC Kinetics and the rejection Generative treatments that help the body heal itself, restoring damaged tissue and providing relief with no surgery or downtime. Jose's message to the medical professionals at QC Kinetics? My elbow is feeling outstanding. Where were you 10 years ago for crying out loud? QC Kinetics is right here. Call for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, They were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Put the worry in their hands and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. 
This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. For those of you who don't know, and some of you may, uh, for a lot of years I hosted an oldie show here and got to interview a lot of great artists, and uh, someday... um, I want to do that again. Uh, And it's sad to report the passing of Gordon Lightfoot, Canadian. He, uh, a lot of his hits were written from failed relationships. And if you could read my mind, was one of them uh, that was with that. And he was married, I think, three times and Sundown, I believe, was also another one that was written uh, from, you know, a relationship issue. But, uh, and then uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive, one of the Bachman brothers, Tim Bachman, passed away. BTO, of course, taking care of business, all of that. Um, So, sad to see that. All right, Uh, I'll answer BB's question about Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Okay, let's say that tomorrow morning the commissioner of baseball says it's okay for players to bet on baseball. It's okay. You can bet on your team. There would be a lot of people who would be calling here and saying, well, then put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Why? Well, because betting's legal now. But it wasn't then. So because it's okay now, aren't you judged by what you did then? Right? So I don't know. I would not put him in. I would not put him in. I'm not sure I've ever told this story on air before. Uh, I was at the College World Series, and um, if you've been there, you know, big spectacle, and sometimes they will have uh, at various venues and booths and whatever uh, sports stars, some from baseball, some in other sports. Um, So Jeff Cardozo and I were walking around, and we're walking past these tents and I look and I said, Pete Rose is in there. Pete Rose is in there. And he was all by himself. There was another woman with him and he was in this big white tent and there was no one in there and it was open. And I said, I got to get a ball signed by him. So I went and got a ball next door. There was a booth. I walked up there and he wouldn't sign the ball. I'm only signing hats. Well, I just bought a ball. You're going to get money from this. No, Jeff got a hat. And Rose, but what amazed me was there was no one there. I mean, there wasn't a person there. It was the same thing one year. Gail Sayers was there. Now, for me... If Gail Sayers had not gotten hurt, he hurt his knees 
in the 60s when, you know, now perhaps um, it would have been okay. He, there was nobody there either. He was sitting at a table outside, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm just thinking to myself, that's Gail Sayers. That's the Kansas Comet. And I bought a, a little mini helmet of the Bears, and he signed it. He was great. Talked for like five minutes. Those are some of the best things that happen. Uh, Patrick says, Byron's question was, which teams never played or hosted a Super Bowl? Uh, there are four teams in modern NFL that have not played in the Super Bowl, Cleveland, as I mentioned, Jacksonville, Detroit, and Houston. But only Cleveland's not played or hosted, which is why I said that. That's why Cleveland throws parades for second place. I'm from there. Remember the 95 series runner-up parade for the Indians. Okay, Patrick, thank you. Um, and I got the same uh, email from uh, James as well. And then don't forget tonight, Gator Baseball with Florida State, Cleet Hartzog is going to get the start for the Gators. Good to see that. Uh, they're going to start a righty, Ben Barrett, who has no record uh, with a 435 ERA. Florida is still number four in the D1 top 25 baseball poll. Now, the calendar has flipped to May. We are we've got about, what, 10, 12 games left in the regular year. Jack Caglione is one homer away from tying the program record set by Wyatt Langford last year and Matt Laporta. Right now, Cags has four more homers than anybody else in the country. If he continues on this pace, he'll finish with 30 homers in the regular season. 30. He's tied for seventh nationally with 65 RBI. And the reason I think there's optimism, and I'm going to ask this in the second hour today, give me a percentage, 0%, 100%, something in between, of how confident you are that Florida hosts a regional and a super regional and gets to Omaha. I didn't say win in Omaha. I said gets to Omaha. Okay? Florida right now is 35-10. and 10. So there's 11 games left. At least there were. 14-7 and seven in the league. Last year, Florida was 27 and 18 and 8 and 13 in the SEC. 8 and 13. So Florida has a six game betterment in SEC. So given that, and given what that is, okay, you tell me, what is your percentage of positivity that the Gators will host a regional? host a super regional, and make it to Omaha. 10%, 20%, 90%, whatever it is. Um, also, 24-7 sports reporting. The Gators have gone to the transfer portal and gotten a commitment from former Michigan safety R.J. Moten. He was here this past weekend on an official visit. Um and this is an area 
that Florida had looked at to try to strengthen. And his dad, uh, Ron Moten, played for the Gators back in the 80s. So, very good. That's, so you don't hear much about Billy Napier in the portal. Well, they got somebody in the portal. Final email of the hour belongs to Robert. Uh, he says, what is the next team for Florida to possibly win a national championship? Whew. Uh, if I had to guess now, if you're asking about the remainder of the year, probably baseball and track would have the two best shots. Women's tennis is going to host NCAA first and second round action here. And we're going to have Roland Thornquist on with us tomorrow, too. Don't forget, Thursday, no show, as we'll be on the plane getting to College Station, Texas. And then Friday, if the technology gods will allow, sports scene comes to you live from College Station, Texas. And we'll preview Florida and Texas A&M. Hour number two coming up. Stay with us. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRU. What is Clear Sound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, Clear Sound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us on Online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Floridians love boating with family and friends, exploring our state's amazing waterways. But even experienced boaters can lose sight of the risks of passengers standing or sitting in improper locations. Bow riding by passengers of any age is extremely dangerous. Be sure that passengers only sit or stand in designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Goodyear tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. 
That's also double. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Sean is producing today. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us. It's not a big uh, topic day today. Nobody's called um, about MLB or the hockey playoffs or much about the NBA or the NFL draft or the Gator baseball game tonight or Gator softball. That doesn't leave a lot left. But we'll hear from you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Mike DeRocco, who covers the Jacksonville Jaguars, will join us at the bottom of the hour to assess their draft and what the Jags will do moving forward. Also, Florida women's tennis coach Roland Thornquist is scheduled to join us tomorrow, and hopefully we will talk a little Kentucky Derby. The run for the Roses takes place this weekend. Let's get to John. Hi, John. Yes, uh, good afternoon, Steve. Hey, uh, tomorrow you, you're talking to Roland Thorquist. Are you, are you footing bills for uh, questions from people, or are you just doing an interview with him? I uh, was going to do an interview with him, but, I mean, if, if somebody has a question and wants to call and he's willing to take it, that won't be a problem. Yeah, not necessarily the Gators, but I'd like to see how he how he shapes up. Um, I'm a huge tennis fan, and I want to get his take on, uh, you know, the ending of the the epic, you know, guys like Nadal, Djokovic. I want to get his take mm, on it. That he would, I mean, he he would answer it, I think, but right, but he doesn't really know of that the expertise and knowledge of what they're going to do. But anyway, um, you'd ask a question, Steve about what percentage do you think that Florida, you know, obviously if they get to a super regional, what, what percentage do you think they get to the yep. College World Series? Well, it's it's tough to say right now because you don't know who your matchups are going to be. I mean, if we got somebody like, say, if Coastal Carolina doesn't get into the top eight, you know, if they got matched up with them, I think that would be a tough out for Florida to just try to, to, to exceed. What do you think? Oh, I don't disagree. I mean, you, it. I, I, I asked that question in a vacuum and based right. on only Florida. In other words, right. what we see with this Florida team, you know, how would you rate that? But certainly, you know, depending on how difficult the regional is, um, who's here, that plays into it. No question. Right. So I, I think, uh, I mean, I can say 50%, 40%, but I, you know, it goes back to saying it's like, I w- it'd be hard to say. And, and the matchups, I mean, you think by high where they are right now and they stay status quo, you think you're going to get a pretty good favorable matchups in the regional. And if they get, like I said, if they got past that, it's going to be that final 16. Who, who's going to be, you know, slated here. I would not want to see, I mean, I've seen a little bit on coastal Carolina. I would not want to match them if they came into Gainesville. What do you think? Yeah, there's uh, some teams, you know, I saw it's been a couple of weeks now. Uh, one of the brackets had like Troy coming here. Uh, Arizona State, Florida Gulf Coast. That's a yeah. tough regional. 
because I don't think Gulf Coast is going to be intimidated by coming here because, you know, they played here before. They played them right. Um, and, you know, it's like Oklahoma coming here, right? Are they right, going to be? That. Yeah. I don't know that Arizona State would be intimidated by being here. And Troy's one of those teams that doesn't play, you know, in a big league. But it's just like Southern Miss or teams like that. You know, they've got talent and they can beat you. I got you, man. Hey, great show, man. Talk to you there. Yep. Thank you for your call, John. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf uh, dot com. Uh, it's funny, you look at the projections, and there's always, um, you know, things where you look at, here's what might happen. You don't know. Obviously, you don't know. And some schools, for whatever the reason, seems to get benefit of the doubt a little bit uh, when it comes to things like that but look bottom line is I don't care who you're playing you got to get you got to stay home and it didn't help Florida last year obviously but this year they have a chance to be home both for a regional and a super regional and more often than not more often than not that helps get you to Omaha by the way, one thing I, I do want to talk about today, and I will a little later, is the emphasis on academics that Florida has here with its athletes because it's really good. And I know fans don't look at that. They care more about a win on the football field than if you know Joe Blow's got a 4-0 in chemistry. But I'm going to give a shout-out in a minute to that. Get to PG. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, so I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Gators and the NFL draft. Did you happen to see the article that Matt Baker had in Tampa Bay Times talking about, you know, how, you know, the Gators were one of ten teams to have six guys drafted and the first team in a really long, long time to have that many drafted and a quarterback goes so high and be a six, be an under 500 team. Did you see that? Uh, I glanced at it, yes. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, it, and, you, know, you can make numbers do what you want it to do, but what do you think the biggest reason, I mean, obviously with coaching transition and different schemes and you know, Richardson didn't play a lot before this season. Uh, you know, my thing is I think it was depth was the biggest problem. Uh, the first 22 were okay. Not Maybe not all of them, but – I mean, you have that many guys drafted, right? And some pretty high picks. What do you? I mean, we're always we're all over here saying how there was this huge talent disparity, but you know, to be one of ten teams to have that many guys drafted, what do you think the num? What do you think the biggest problem was? PG, I, I'm one that sort of goes uh, behind the numbers, so to speak. Okay, Florida had three players that were drafted in the first two rounds. That's pretty impressive, right? And then after that, I think one in the fourth, one in the fifth, and one in the sixth, I think I'm right. Yeah, that's, I think, accurate. So that's six players, but it doesn't, it pales comparison to Georgia and, you know, some other places. But once again, what's the 
depth behind those players, that's the key, right? I think Florida's first 22 on both sides of the ball were all right. They weren't great, weren't going to win a championship, but they were all right. It was after that that there just wasn't – I think the drop-off in talent was pretty severe. Yeah, and that's what I think too. And the other interesting thing in the article was that um, Jim Everett was the last quarterback, and he was he was at Purdue, that was drafted top five, coming off of a losing season. So you have, I mean, there's a few interesting stats there. I mean, obviously, Anthony is picked on you know potential, right, and all of his numbers. So I mean, he wasn't like he was he wasn't bad, but. You know, the defense was epically bad, so like I can't, you know, can't put it on him. But I don't know if his production was, you know, a top five pick. But he was still a top five pick, and that's that just doesn't happen to have a top five quarterback in the NFL draft first round and be under five hundred. It's pretty interesting. It, it um, is, one, but I, I think the other thing too, though, when you make that comparison, PG, that you're putting that not you, but people who do it, are sort of putting that all the quarterback. In other words, because it's a losing team, the quarterback's got to suck. Well, then if that's the case, then why do wide receivers get drafted number one You know, on a team that has three wins? It's, it's the talent, or in Anthony's case, it's the potential that's there. Yeah, and sometimes the quarterback can, can propel you too, especially if you're like a top, top guy like that, usually, right? Like you're in the Heisman talk and um, – so it's, it's really interesting. Last thing, I got a question for you. I'll take it off the air. The basketball team, I think his name's Tyler Perry, which is like the actor's name, but he's a guard. I think he was supposed to commit today, or he was on, you know, he's going to announce, and I know Florida was in his top three or something. Have you heard anything about that? No, I'll take it off the air. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, no, I did. Thank you, PG. No. Um, and uh, Florida just did get a commitment from a football player. Uh, from the portal. And I'll say this about, since you brought it up, PG, about what Todd Golden has done. I don't know that they've gotten the cream of the crop when it comes to the portal. You know, did they get the top guy or something? You know, no. But I do think they've really looked at their needs and done a good job in trying to make it work. Now, we thought this last year. Remember? When, when, when Florida got the kids they got, the thought process was, oh, pretty good. Um, but it didn't pan out that way for whatever the reason. So just have to kind of wait and see. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, you know, this year, I, I if if you'd have told me that it was this many, I just ran across an article. I always do show prep before I go on the air, and I try to look at things. Two hundred and forty-two players this past year declared early for the draft. If you would have told me that, and said. You got a steak dinner riding on this, and somebody gave me that number, I'd have lost the steak dinner. 242. And think how many players are in the draft itself, right? That's astounding to me. 
So look at those numbers of players that aren't going to get drafted. The sheer number of that. Uh, pretty interesting. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 50 AM, WAUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Road Heber Boys Ranch is doing terrific work. It's in Palatka, and it's been there for a long time, and they've helped at-risk young boys straighten their lives out through hard work. Here's what they do. Because they come from these difficult home environments, they have these boys take your donated or unwanted vehicles that are given to Road Heber Boys Ranch, they fix them up, they resell them. In short, they learn real-life skills. So instead of a troubled life, they can get their lives back together and learn to have a life full of promise. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, ladies and gentlemen, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax deductible. It really does help. It really does help these kids straighten out. For more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org rbr.org. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. Live life to the fullest. You hear that all the time. But it's easier said than done when you're in pain, right? Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is in the business of giving people back their quality of life and providing much-needed relief for chronic joint pain. And not just providing that relief, but doing it in the most non-invasive way possible using regenerative treatments from your body's own natural biologics. Where's your joint pain? In your knees, hips, shoulders, or back? Well, QC Kinetics concentrates these impactful treatments right at the source of your pain, directly applying healing properties where you need them the most. And best of all, you walk in the office and walk right out after treatment. No surgery, no downtime, and patients are raving about the results. So what does living life to the fullest look like for you? Finally being able to play golf, hike, walk your dog, enjoy time with your family, whatever it is, don't wait one more day. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352 That's 352 
Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Mike DeRocco, who covers the Jacksonville Jaguars for ESPN.com, will join us bottom of the hour to assess their draft and look ahead uh, with the future of that franchise. He'll join us coming up. Let's get a couple of calls. We'll start with Marshall. Marshall, hello. Hey. So it's, is it Sean and Jeff on the call on the radio today? Tonight? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be taking my earphones because those of us in Jacksonville, this is our opportunity to show up. Yes. Uh, and it's it's so much better to listen to those guys, you know, uh, on the radio. But my question for you is, I noticed the ACC network has chosen not to broadcast the game. It's their choice. And they have their filler shows all running tonight. Is, is there something like because this game got delayed that messed up their schedule and they've got to run those 30-minute filler shows a multiple number of times? No idea. Okay. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, if, if you're – think about the logic of this, though, okay? The ACC network is going to have a team in Florida State that's miserable. And I don't know if that's the reason or not, but I think the fact it was changed has something to do with it. And, and I'm, I'm sure there's, there's always money involved, but – I find it interesting because I subscribed um, last year to start picking up ESPN Plus to get a better chance to get more games. And I've noticed JU on an extremely small budget does a great job of broadcasting games. And they don't use, I think they basically use two cameras, you know, to do it. Mm -hmm. But they get it done and the guys who call it, you know, are good. Um, I just, I can't understand why they just dropped the ball on that. So. Okay, well, we're going to enjoy it. I, I, I just hate that there's a lot of people that uh, don't get the opportunity to watch in, listen to Sean and, and Jeff. So That's what you well, do. thank you very much, sir. Okay, Marshall, thank you for Bye-bye. your call. Tony, welcome. Hey, Steve, what's up, man? Yeah, it's kind of frustrating that uh, that ball game is not going to be on TV today, but oh well. Um, hey, Steve, sorry about the Rangers, man, but they were out of it from the get-go, turning uh, the puck over like from – from the word go, and and then they get blown out. What well, what do you think happened there, man? Just they just up, huh? they just looked out of sorts, and I mean, look, yeah. I think sometimes people forget this, and I do. When you're a fan of a team, obviously your optic, your focus is on your team, but sometimes it's what the other team does to make uh-huh. you play that way, and I think. The Devils has something to do with that. Yeah, for sure, because you thought that after the the Rangers withstood the storm of that first period and they left it scoreless, you probably thought, okay, maybe they'll get their legs in under them and make a run here, but it never it never happened. They just got dominated the, the whole game. Too bad. Um, hey, Hartford, you're, you're absolutely correct, man. That was tough to watch too, man. Harden was on him. He drove him to the basket a couple times, and then he hit the dagger right in front of Al there, man. That was rough to watch. Um, 
that was a tough matchup for Al, though, man. I don't know it why is they a tough matchup. Switch up on that. Yes. Yeah. I That's... felt badly for him. Um, yeah. Too because much <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, Al's not a bad defender, but no, defending James Harden is <laughs> not oh. easy. Yeah. Especially when he was unconscious there, man. There towards the end of the game, you've got to switch off and put somebody on him, man. But anyways, hey, tough couple of days for Boston, though. Woo! <laughs> they are drinking some liquor today. Hey, Steve-O, what do you think is the deal with the Hard Sox start tonight? What do you think that's all about? Um, I think just to give him a chance to see, you know, what he can do from the get-go. You know, they've been starting mm-hmm. to hate, obviously. Um, but I, this could, I mean, he's not, how do I want to say this? When he's been put in a game, he's been decent. Well, maybe this is a longer audition, you know, to see Uh, what he can do perhaps in the postseason. because I don't know if Sully would agree with this or not, but in watching the games and broadcasting the games over the weekend, I mean, Sproat did a great job, but then Missouri scored 14 runs. I don't think their pitching situation is solved yet. And then, you know, Waldrop having to retool his wind-up. We'll hopefully see if that, you know, is going to happen and not affect him in any way. But, you know, there's still some holes in that bullpen. And if Hartzog comes out tonight and pitches well, well, then, you know, maybe he gets more look. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking too, Steve. Um, I've been calling here a few times talking about Hartzog wanting to see more of him. Um, and this weekend, you're absolutely correct. Uh, the Ryan Slater thing is a perfect example. He had a good outing, but he went 40 pitches. And then you bring him out the next day, and you saw what happened. you got to find somebody else, especially to finish off the rest of the season. The good news going into the postseason is you could somewhat get away with that because the games are a little bit less and they're spread out, especially once you get to the College World Series. Um, so you could go with a smaller pitching staff, but to finish off this season strong, man, they got to identify a couple more arms in that bullpen still. Because if Abner comes in and you get the Abner of last year, now you're really in a jam because now you've got nobody to go to, really. You know, so, uh, you know, hopefully they can identify a couple more, Steve. Um, listen, as far as the percentages, I got them at 90% hosting a regional. If they don't host a regional, it's going to be a major collapse the rest of the season. Yes. I got them at about 75% hosting a super. Um, so they should stay in the top eight as long as they win at least two of the next three series. And uh, College World Series, it's a coin flip, Steve. It's a 50-50 proposition depending on the matchups like what we were talking about earlier. And, you know, you're absolutely correct. Florida could get stuck in a really, really tough regional here at home with a Florida Gulf Coast, a Southern Miss, because they always stick to those stick teams to the regional location areas for the regionals, and we always seem to get stuck with those types of good teams. It looks like Miami's going to be hosting, so I don't expect a hurricane, but a Coastal, a Southern Miss could be here, could be matched up for a Super. So that could be a tough. So it's 50-50 to get to the College World Series, Steve-O. Okay. All right, take care, buddy. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Tony. Andrew, welcome to the show. Yeah, Steve, how you doing? Good. Um, yesterday, I wanted to talk a little MLB question for you real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Braves at, at, at City Field yesterday, in the second game of the doubleheader, Acuna gets up for uh, Atlanta, 
and McGill decides to, uh, or whoever decides, they might have just been by accident. But anyway, he got his tower rung by a fastball, and uh, obviously the ball tagged him on the back, and he's down on the ground. He, you know, he has a low threshold for pain, is what I hear. But anyway, he gets out, he gets taken, or he goes out of the game. Well, the fans paying some money, and I mean, I'm watching on TV. I want to see the guy hit, for God's sakes. And right there, the first batter, first off, he's out of the game. And what what I'm going to ask you is, do you think Major League Baseball should take a look at this? Um, I want to get your opinion. Uh, Take a look at what? Okay, if a player goes out of the game because it hurts too bad, even he gets zinged by the ball, can, can he go get checked out? And if he's okay, no fracture, whatever, x-ray or whatever, and come back in the game? Or is that a good rule to just leave, let it, leave it the way it is? I just wanted to get your opinion on that. I just leave it the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. Because, first of all, as I saw that, because um, remember, you sometimes can have some time, right? He let off the game, Right. Right. So then, yeah. you know, he was in pain. You could see he was in pain. I mean, he was obviously o2 in pain. Count. Right? Yeah, so o2 count. So he, he leaves the field. So he's still technically in the game at that point. He's not taken out. He's still in the game until the Braves, you know, take the field, and then they have to replace him. So mm-hmm. there is a little bit of time. But obviously, yeah. if, you're, if you're saying to me, um, his shoulder – is hurt, and then in the fourth inning he says, "My shoulder's fine. Put him back in the game." That based would, on medical evidence. Yeah, well, I don't. Whatever it is, yeah, you'd have yeah. to. You'd have to again drastically change the baseball rule. I'm not too sure that would happen. Well, finally here, you know, they sent the Pilar out there to first base because they have to keep get the game going. So. Yeah, there's a little time there, but Pilar went shot out to first base. So yeah, guess, in that case, yes, I because he was hit. the Braves took him out of the game. Yeah, well, in that case, yes, because he was hit by a pitch. And so he has to come right. out. He has to go to first base or come out. But sometimes right. you can – let's say you swing and uh, you, you, you tweak something and you ground out, mm-hmm. you're the first out. Well, you're still in the game is my point at mm-hmm. that. But yesterday, yeah. you're right, because he was hit, didn't go to first base, then he's out. That's right. Okay, Steve. Well, thank you. Okay, Andrew, thank you. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Mike DiRocco from ESPN.com. We'll talk over the Jags draft next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, 
you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here. And that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. And now, a couple of corny facts. Number one, there are about 800 kernels in each ear of corn. Number two, an ear of corn always has an even number of rows. And number three, Florida sweet corn season ends in June. June? What? Why didn't anybody tell me that it was going to... Oh, well, I guess that's a wrap. It's sweet corn season in Florida. Stop on your way home and get some before it's gone. See more seasonal produce at followfreshfromflorida.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure, make it a reality. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A sunny, warm, and breezy day is ahead as temperatures are expected to climb into the low 80s. We'll see mostly sunny skies, so it will look fairly similar to what we had yesterday. We'll also have the winds left over from yesterday. Winds at times could be upwards of 30 to 35 miles per hour. We can even see gusts closer to 40 miles per hour especially later this afternoon through the early evening. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Key, tell me if you uh, you and Max know what some of these acronyms mean, like Gen Z's slang. You ready? T-N-T-L. T-N-T-N-T-L. Trying not to laugh. Y-N-K. Y-N-K. You know or something like that? No? I mean, I'm a <laughs> Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. We're hoping to have Mike DiRocco here, but we cannot hook up, so we'll keep trying before we are done today. In the meantime, if you have a call, question, or comment, 392-8255, Tony says, along with what you said ESPN, ACC Network, camera crews, broadcasters, etc. might have other obligations this week. Nobody wants to watch a professionally done broadcast with two cameras. JU barely has one. Drew says he thinks this is a reach, but it's still something in the back of my mind. What do you think of the chances that tonight's game isn't being televised because the ACC is being petty about FSU's 
passive-aggressive, threatening to leave the conference. Uh, zero. Zero, Drew. I mean, you. the idea is you get eyes for your network, you have, you have, broad, you have uh, sponsors and all that stuff, so I can't see that happening at all. Randy says, this past Sunday was my first game at the ballpark at Condren. Quite a game, a beautiful day. Got a ticket on the berm. Cool to see how the players interacted with the kids and stayed for signing autographs. I love the atmosphere and will definitely be going again to grab a game in the Vandy series and hopefully the regionals and super regionals. Lifelong Gator and 352 resident Randy. Uh, they did a really good job with this ballpark. They, they, they just did. Hugh says he's been in many games, wondering why there's minimum music and no prom activities or promotional activities between innings like at the old ballpark. We're winning, so I wouldn't really change anything. Did Sully maybe cut all that stuff out? I don't know the answer to that, Hugh. I will endeavor to find out uh, when I'm on the road uh, with a, at, at the uh, A&M series this weekend. They didn't really have a lot of things, but certainly more at McKeithen than they did here. Um, so I don't know, but I will try to, you know, they have that where, where, you know, they run around the bat that they have that all the time and people are dizzy and all that. But other than that, uh, you know, not a whole lot, but I will try to find out. I mentioned trying to give a shout out to the Gator athletes who have done a really good job in the classroom. Uh, if you're not familiar with the APR is, it's the academic progress rate. Two teams that won SEC titles this year turn in the max of 1,000 gymnastics and volleyball. Florida's overall average APR is 986, which is above the national four-year rate of 984. 13 Florida teams exceeded or equaled its sports national average. That includes Florida's football team, which is above the NCAA Division I football ball subdivision national average of 968. Florida's at 977. Men's and women's basketball and baseball also surpass the national averages. Since 2020, I think people do not understand this, a portion of NCAA revenues is distributed to members based on academic achievement, which includes the APR scores. Schools earn one academic achievement unit per year if student-athletes meet at least one of these requirements. An overall single-year all-sport APR of 985 or higher, an overall all-sport graduation success rate of 90% or higher, and a federal graduation rate that's at least 13 percentage points uh, higher than the federal graduation rate of the student body at the school. Florida qualifies for the NCAA revenue uh, at the first two things I mentioned. So, look, it's great when you see an athlete perform on the field, but Florida has always put an emphasis on academics, and it's there again. That's very, very cool to see. All right. Let's get some calls here to round out the show today, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. How about Bryce Harper tonight? Back in the lineup 
159 days after Tommy John surgery. Pretty good. He'll be the DH for the Phillies. Uh, Porter, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I, I like your question about enjoying the enjoying the journey, uh, and I've, I've sort of thought about that myself. Too many factors, I think, uh, weigh into it to have one set answer. But the one I can look through the most for me is baseball. And yes, I love the. I, I, I enjoy the. I enjoy the journey. Um, I don't know exactly. Uh, to try and put it in numbers, I don't know. But I, I, I know that the regular season is basically uh, setting yourself up. You want to. You want to be a, a host, and ideally a, a national seed and get the road to Omaha going through. But and as much as important as the postseason is, the, the regular season is still uh, tremendously uh, enjoyable, and um, I, I totally get everything out of it. Trying to apply that to football, though, I remember back in you know, the early 80s, and um, you know you kind of expect we were going to end up being around seven and four, eight and three, that kind of thing, and uh, it, it did it did seem like each game sort of had a little more uh, I don't want to say significance, but all, more on its own rather than than uh, you know looking at the season as a whole. But how much of that is because we got spoiled with uh, Spurrier in the 90s? You know that that was was almost always. Uh, Whatever happens along the way, it's going to come down to those last two games against FSU and, and normally Alabama, as far as you know, ultimately how the season can end. Um, so I, that, you know, better to loved and lost than not have, not have loved at all is a song, you know. From, and there is some point to that. I think if if it weren't for those those ultimate highs we had, would we appreciate the mediocrity or for you know middle less less uh, super seasons? Yeah, probably, arguably, but I I wouldn't trade it, you know. And, uh, yeah, we you went through with, yeah, you would. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade having having had the the highs. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought yeah, you meant no. you wouldn't trade wouldn't. having the lows. Okay. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade the the ultimate highs we had in that stretch of 2005 to 2008, where we, you know, the baseball made the runner national runner up. Basketball had two. Football had two. We had a Heisman throw. Me. I mean, it, it's unprecedented, and it, it's going to stay that way. Um, and and that does kind of quote spoil things, I guess. But that's 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 my take on it. Uh, at least okay. at least now I'm, I totally enjoy baseball, the season and the journey. And uh, let's hope it continues. Go Gators! Be All safe. right, thank you. And again, uh, tonight we'll have baseball right here at five fifty-five. This weekend, as the league winds down, South Carolina at Kentucky. Pretty important series. Florida ends its regular season with a series at Kentucky. Arkansas is at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's fighting to just make Hoover. LSU at Auburn. Ole Miss at Missouri. That that series might be a Hoover uh, eliminator. Yeah, because... Both those teams right now are just fighting to get to Hoover. And at this point, they're not there. Uh, I think I mentioned this the other day, that where uh, those teams are, if you look at the standings, two teams, Ole Miss and Missouri, both 5-16, and 16, Mississippi State, Six and fifteen, and the Ole Miss and Missouri play each other. That's a huge series to get to Hoover. 
And everybody else, I mean, A&M's got nine wins in the West, Auburn and Alabama. Georgia has only eight in the East. But I think those are the teams that just that might have something to worry about. I think there's, you know, Bama at nine and twelve, Auburn at nine and twelve, A and M at nine and twelve. They would have to totally collapse, and Missouri, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss would have to like go crazy to catch them. But I, it, I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, tomorrow. As I mentioned, we're going to have Florida women's tennis coach Roland Thornquist here. They're getting set for the NCAAs, and it is going to be uh, my good friend Dick Girardi. He's been on here talking about the Triple Crown Kentucky Derby forever, uh, and he'll, he's going to do it again tomorrow. Um, so, And by the way, I did not know this. Todd Pletcher has started more horses in the Derby than any Trainer has two wins in the race. Um, and Bob Baffert, not going to be in the Kentucky Derby this year. He can't run at any uh, track owned by Churchill Downs because it's a two-year ban for him. It'll end after this year's Derby. Remember when Medina Spirit uh, disqualified because of a medication that was used, legal to use in training, not on race day. They found that in that horse's system, and that's why Bob Babbert can't be in the Kentucky Derby this year. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live life to the fullest. You hear that all the time. But it's easier said than done when you're in pain, right? Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is in the business of giving people back their quality of life and providing much-needed relief for chronic joint pain. And not just providing that relief, but doing it in the most non-invasive way possible using regenerative treatments from your body's own natural biologics. Where's your joint pain? In your knees, hips, shoulders, or back? Well, QC Kinetics concentrates these impactful treatments right at the source of your pain, directly applying healing properties where you need them the most. And best of all, you walk in the office and walk right out after treatment. No surgery, no downtime and patients are raving about the results. So what does living life to the fullest look like for you? Finally being able to play golf, hike, walk your dog, enjoy time with your family, whatever it is, don't wait one more day. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We 
know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. May is National Bike Month, so it's a great time to remember the benefits. Biking is a great mode of transportation, being faster than simply walking, while being cheaper and more environmentally friendly than driving a car. Plus, it's low-impact exercise, so it's easy on your joints and muscles. Biking can also help you sleep better and make you look younger. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN. 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back. Hopefully we can reschedule uh, Mike DiRocco. I'm sure something happened because uh, normally DRock is really good uh, about coming on when he's booked. So we will try to do that again uh, tomorrow for you. Uh, so we got about 10 minutes left. So if you have a question, call or a comment, you can get it in now, 392-8255, email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Jack Caglione. I got an email, a long one, that talked about his pitching performance the other day. Will he stay in the rotation? You know, look. I guess here's the question. If Cags didn't pitch Sunday, who would start? Who would you want to start? And I, I've been kind of, you know, what he's done now is basically save Cade Fisher. He doesn't pitch Cade Fisher at all, and he keeps him in there as insurance for Sunday, and that's what we saw this past week. Could Cleet Hartzog starting tonight, if 
Cags continue to have trouble. Could he be auditioning for that? I don't know. I don't know. It's a thought. On days he's the starting pitcher, though, Caglione is 13 for 38. Eight homers, two doubles, 20 RBI, and 15 runs scored when he pitches. Pretty good. And you heard, you know, Kevin O'Sullivan the other day in, in, in talking to him saying he needs CAGs, that he thinks to win in Omaha, he's got to have him. And that's why I – do I think he will pitch uh, at Texas A&M? Yes, I do. Do I think the leash could be a little bit short as it was last week? Yes, I do think that. Uh, Jimmy, oh, here, oh boy, right up Sean's alley here. He said, Steve, you don't talk much NBA. I understand why. Apparently, people who listen to you either don't want to talk about it or aren't interested. But I am. Right now, he says, who's the best player in the NBA? I don't know that there's anybody that just clearly is. It's a fascinating question. But there's so, there's so many people I could put in there. A lot of people think Steph Curry is one of the greatest players of all time. And I agree with that. And remember, how are you judging somebody like that? Are, are you judging him by championships? I think that's part of it. And we this conversation started the other day, and I may even delve into this more tomorrow. Does it hurt a player's legacy if they don't win a championship? Dan Marino's in the Hall of Fame. Jim Kelly is in the Hall of Fame. Fran Tarkenton is in the Hall of Fame. They never won a Super Bowl. So I guess if you're saying, Trent Dilfer did. No disrespect to Trent Dilfer, you get, but you get where I'm going, right? So does that – I get what Curry is. I don't know, though, that I would put him as the best player in the league right now. But is he a – he could walk off the floor right now. He's in the Hall of Fame right now. Jeff says, as far as the recent success of Tennessee baseball, you think it's partly due to their lineup – is built for their home park. They have several several power lefties, and when the weather warms up, balls carry out to right field. They're also one and nine away from home. Yes, I think their home field does have something to do with it, like it does. I mean, you don't think the Gators have a big advantage in Conron Ballpark? They do. I think most good teams are really good at home, and, you know, some will struggle a little bit on the road because, once again, the teams you play are generally pretty good. But 
when Tennessee swept Vanderbilt, I was leery because I thought to myself, uh-oh. You know, they, they made a couple of moves with their pitchers, and that just got them going. And they've been really good ever since. So, yeah. I mean, like, but I think that's true with just about anybody's home ballpark. Uh, okay. Thanks for two last emails here to get us through here. Because, again, I was hoping uh, we'd have Mike on today um, and just not a lot of time. Uh, and hopefully he'll come back tomorrow. Nick, uh, wow, okay. He says about the NFL draft, the Jets have gotten a lot of publicity because of Aaron Rodgers. But you're a big Jets fan. Do you really think they can topple Buffalo in the East? No. No, not yet. Do I think they can be a playoff team? Yes. I do. I mean, look, the Jets last year, before they collapsed down the stretch, were something like 7-3, and three, weren't they? I, I believe that's right. Then they couldn't score. And their great defense couldn't hold anybody off. But they have a chance to be a playoff team. Yes, I, I think that. Will they beat Buffalo? No, I don't think so, at least today. Uh, our final emailer is Bill, and uh, he said, I try to follow all sports on campus. What's the most underappreciated sport? Bill, I wish I knew what you meant by underappreciated. Underattended? Under uh, recognized? When you win... You get recognized, period. I don't care if you're playing marbles. But isn't it funny? I would have said cross-country. But they had a female cross-country runner last year who was great, who really was very, very good. Women's basketball, probably, because they haven't had a lot of sustained success. And... You know, if you if you saw what uh, Kelly Ray Finley has done, she's gotten some players out of the portal. But once again, she's fighting LSU, who in two years wins a national championship. Tennessee is Tennessee. It's not easy. But so I don't really I can't answer that because I don't I don't know what you mean by that. Because. Think of how many of you called here when I had J.C. Deacon on. Before the Gators won the SEC, how many people called here and talked Gator golf? I can tell you, zero. Zero. But winning, winning, and winning in this case, an SEC championship in the way that they did it, it was their first one in, what, 12 years or whatever it was? Fans like that. So, I mean, look, think about it. Track's been really good. Baseball, softball. Basketball's always going to be there. Football's always going to be there. Swimming, they're good. Tennis, 
They're good. You'll hear Roland Thornquist tomorrow because they are going to host first and second round action and uh, third consecutive year. And by the way, for Florida, it's the 22nd time that they're going to be a host since the field expanded to 64 in 1999. They're going to take on uh, North Florida on Friday, and the winner will then face the other matchup between Georgia Tech and UCF, and that'll take place uh, on Saturday. Florida has done pretty well to close the year. They're 16 and 7, you think, eh, but they were 11 and 4 to close the season, fourth in the SEC at 9 and 4, and they earned seven wins over ranked opponents that were in the ITA ranking. So, pretty good way to uh, end the season. Today, our thanks to Vernell Brown, former Gator who uh, left his position with Gator football to help uh, mentor, manage, whatever you want to call it, guide the career of Anthony Richardson. I had a chance to go up with AR to the NFL draft and getting him ready now for rookie camp with the Colts. Tomorrow, if everything goes right, again, Coach Thornquist here, and uh, you'll also be hearing about the Kentucky Derby, which takes place this weekend. And remember, Thursday, no show. We travel to uh, Texas. And then Friday, if the technology gods allow, we'll broadcast sports scene from College Station, Texas, where the Gators will play Texas A&M. Thanks to Sean for producing today. Thanks to you for listening. We'll do this again tomorrow at noon. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of this gorgeous Tuesday. U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.